Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And good Saturday morning, and i got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed. Thought we'd be doing this show this morning from Thibodeau, Louisiana, the site of the Louisiana Outdoor Writer Association Annual Conference, but I guess you can chalk up yet another win for the coronavirus. Uh, We've canceled that, but we're here at St. Hubert's Cathedral on another busy fishing rodeo weekend and a pretty good forecast if you're headed out today. By the way, happy National Mustard Day. Today is National Mustard Day. Have you ever used mustard on your fish fillets before you put them into the flour or the cornmeal or your fish batter? Um, I have, and it adds a nice little spice to it. And maybe you've used mustard. If not, today would be a good day to do it in celebration of National Mustard Day. Well, as I mentioned, busy fishing rodeo weekend. Got them every weekend. Got some results from last weekend's 44th Annual Mobile Big Game Fishing Club Ladies Tournament. We want to congratulate some of the big winners. Laney James won the tuna category 158.4 pounds. Top boat went to all-in fishing in the top lady team. And the top lady fisherman was Anna Trainer, 1,000 points. The top junior fisherwoman was on boat team Rising Suns. Her name is Jacelyn Berthelot. 577 points, and she won that by virtue of a 52.6-pound tuna and a 24.48 dolphin. Congratulations to all the ladies in last weekend's big tournament over there in Mobile. All right, Empire South Pass Rodeo taking place as we speak. It's at Delta Marina down in Plaquemines Parish. The scales will open at 3 and shut down at 6. Awards given out at 7 o'clock tonight. That's the Empire South Pass Rodeo, one of the biggest and oldest in the state of Louisiana. We also have the 25th annual Rummel Alumni Fishing Rodeo going on down at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. Uh, wraps up today. The weigh scales will open at noon. We'll shut down at 2 with the awards to be presented right after that. And I will be down there since I was not able to go down to Thibodeau for the Ryder Conference. I will be uh, doing my normal Waymaster duties for 25 years, annual Rummel Fishing Rodeo down at Shell Beach. All right, we've also got uh, live reports coming in from our field staff. And we've got the story. I'm going to tell you the story of the only 
fatal shark attack that has ever actually been documented in the state of Louisiana. We'll also talk to Captain Andy Jones of Wicked Fishing Charters in Mandeville about this week's Bayou Wild TV episode, basically looking for the Kraken. We'll also hear from Bayou Wild producer Chris Lecoq. He's going to tell us about some of the upcoming Season 7 feature episodes that you'll see this month in August. We also have this week's bad boy, Honoree. Uh, This guy has been sent to prison for a year and three months. He's got a fine to pay back of almost ten grand. What did he do? Well, we'll tell you his crime and a fatal mistake that got him caught. That's all coming up. Also, your text messages, 504-260-1870, are welcome. We'll ask you, does his penalty, his punishment, fit the crime? If you've got some reports you'd like to pass along to help our listeners catch some fish or crabs or shrimp or whatever, we'd love to hear from you. Your questions, your comments. Also, um... If you use mustard on fish, if you've ever tried it, tell me if you use that regularly or on occasion, what kind of mustard you use, and uh, how do you like that on your fish, or if you use it for a game dish. Text message is 504-260-1870. Your coastal marine forecast looks like this, and it's not a bad look at all. Yes, it's going to be hot, but, hey, it's August in the Gulf Coast. What do you expect? Average tide range, 1.1, a little bit better than a whole foot of movement, so you got plenty of water moving. Nice calm conditions predicted offshore. South winds only 5 to 10 knots, 1 to 2 foot offshore. That's going to repeat again tomorrow. Today we're looking on the interior lakes and bays, a westerly wind at 5 knots. Tomorrow, southerly wind, 5 to 10, smooth sailing conditions on those interior waters. About a 40% chance of rain and looking at the radar right now. Only rain I see, uh, Breton Sound is getting a small but intense shower and there's some more showers uh, south of Mississippi and Alabama in the Gulf. And about due south of Grand Isle, there's a tiny little storm out there. Those little pop-up storms are moving in a northwesterly direction. But other than that, the rest of the state is clear and is to ready to go. So get out there, enjoy it, and we're here to help you do it. Back with a fishing report from Shell Beach in St. Bernard Parish, Louisiana, right after this timeout. And let's take you down to the site of the 25th Annual Archbishop Rummel Alumni Fishing Rodeo. It's at the Shell Beach's Campos Marina, and Robbie Campos in the middle of all of it. Hey, Robbie, how's it going down there? Oh, it's hectic this morning, Don. It's, <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, uh, we're glad to have Rummel back uh, at, at the marina here. It's been a while. It's been at the school for quite a few years. But uh, they brought it back, and it seems like it's going to be a big, uh, huge success. So, um, you know, hopefully they can get it back here and do it again next year. Yep, well, it's a good bunch yeah. down there. I hope they're behaving themselves, especially that RJ. But uh, outside of that, how does fishing? Have they been bringing some nice fish in this week? You know, Don, this, this week was, you know, I was pretty impressed with what went on this week here, um, you know, I've seen some really nice boxes of trout come across the dock uh, on a cleaning table. Um, you know, not everybody limited out, but they did They did very well, especially, you know, on outside towards Central and, you know, there's rigs over on out, you know, on the outer side out there, um, towards the east, I should say. But, the long, you know, the Long Rocks wasn't bad uh, this week. And surprisingly, they caught some really, really nice trout in Lake Bourne here, um, I mean, some beautiful trout over at over at the Gaswells, over by Grandy, um, you know, and out in the lake. But they were fishing them on Carolina rig. 
And I, I was explaining to a guy yesterday, I said, you know, you should have tried a, uh, you should have tried a uh, slide cork, you know. So uh, I think I got him tuned in on a slide cork thing because it's a very effective tool at this time of the year. I know I talk about it all the time, but, the, you know, the more these people, the more these my fishermen get into this and they, you know, and they start using a slide cork, they're going to see how effective it is, you know, when these bigger fish go deeper because they want to be in a cooler water. So uh, with that said, but. It did. It did really good, and my, and the guys that went snapper fishing yesterday did excellent. Man, that was just a, a, a you know beautiful day out there for those guys. Uh, so tell you all in all, Don, the only thing that's been kind of slacked up a little bit was the redfish. They didn't, uh, it, you know, I don't know. It kind of been a little tough to get, uh, but they've been pecking at them. But it's you know, uh, Captain Charlie Thomason and his gang. They've been. You know, they, they, you know, that's what they go specialize in redfish. And they, you know, they, they've been running out and catching a few trout. And, you know, trout, uh, redfish has just been tough. But, um, you know, it's just that time of the year, I guess. It's just so hot. You know, those, I tell you the truth, Don, I don't know where they go. I guess they just go down to those deep holes and, and hunker down with the rest of everything else that likes to be cool at this time of the year, including me. It's been a scorcher around here. It's been hot, man. Woo. Stay hydrated, people, because, uh, you know, you're going out there in this heat. Uh, we had a guy this uh, past week, you know, you know, without drinking enough water and Gatorades or whatever, and, you know, he didn't feel too good when he got in, so – Stay hydrated. That's, you know, that's your most important thing. You know, fishing's extra. Just you know, out there, we're out there to have fun. Let's let's do it safe. So, with that said, you know, Don, it's uh, it, it, coming down this morning. We still got live shrimp. We're pretty good right now. Um, if something should happen, I'll, I'll text you and let you know. And uh, but we, you know, we had all the tanks full as of yesterday, and we just got a line of people out there getting them. So, but. Hey, hook the left. Come on down and see us, and uh, we'll be waiting on you. All right, Robbie, I will see you down there right around weigh-in time. I'm going to be uh, waymaster in the, the rodeo down there, so I'll be looking forward to seeing you down there. All right, Don. Talk to you later, buddy. All right, bye-bye. All righty. Robbie Campo, Shell Beach, Campos Marina. Archbishop Rumble Alumni Fishing Rodeo going on down there. Got some good action taking place, too, if you like those speckled trout. All right, coming back after this, uh, we're going to talk to Jeff Brule and get a freshwater fishing report. But before that, let me get to a couple of these text messages. Uh, I got one here that says, What's up with Captain Kirk? Haven't heard him on air lately. Living sulfur and enjoys reports. We will have Captain Kirk on next week. Uh, we have to alternate some of our captains. So many places we like to cover, but so little time. So we'll be getting a good report from him because I know I've been talking to him from between now and then, and uh, he's been sending me some pictures. Marty catching some really nice specks down there and also some flounders. Uh, Justin's in the refuge. He says, our wildlife is active. Had a big beetle making a racket in the house, so he put him outside. Bugs are wildlife, too. I like that. Maybe that's a bumper sticker, Justin. You know, we do. As much as we, we uh, you know, criticize insects, we really need them. They've got a place in this world. And here's one of our texts that says they use mustard beer batter for frying fish. Yeah, I'm a fan of that, too. Uh, the backstrap stacker checking in from Mobile uh, says not a big fan of mustard, but he does use it when he fries those catfish. Also on fried turkey because it helps the seasoning stick to the bird. Yes, it does do that. And we've got a congratulations to uh, Down South Dave's neighbor in Grand Isle, Sidney Robert. 
He smashed a state record for the southern kingfish, also known as channel mullet to a lot of you, beating it by a pound. Could this be the Louisiana Writers Association 2021 Fish of the Year? It could be, Dave. Uh, it, it, we'll have to look at the other records and other big fish that came in during the year. And what we do is we select what we feel is the most outstanding. Not the biggest, but sometimes if it breaks the longest standing record, uh, the skill level of the angler, what it took to catch it. There's a lot of, um, I guess you might say, uh, subjectivity that goes into making that selection. But he'll certainly be considered, no doubt about that. And we got a Mississippi listener says they use spicy brown, any brand, to mustard on this National Mustard Day. All right, back with Jeff Brule's report. Tell you how to catch some uh, brim and sakale or white perch, if you like to call them that, and bass. Mississippi River is falling pretty fast, and that's good news for bass fishermen in Venice. We'll see if he's got a special tip for you. We're back with that right after this pause. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, looking at the radar, got some good news for those of you headed out to Chandelier in the Gulf area south of uh, the Mississippi coast. Uh, those little storms that are out there, they're melting faster than the Witch and the Wizard of Oz. They're kind of going away, so things should be clearing up very nice for a little trip out there. Well, light winds, too, and a good tide range if you're fishing today. And we want to get to Jeff Brule. He's got a bass fishing and freshwater fishing report for you. It's brought to you by Pure Fishing. You know, Abu Garcia is introducing the future of fishing's new name, and that name is Jordan Lee. He's the Alabama born and raised two-time Bassmaster Classic champion. Jordan Lee Combos brings a new line of rods and reels. They've got specific rod models as well as those low-profile and spinning reels. These products are dialed in for today's bass angler. You can check them out. They are a product of Abu Garcia, a division of Pure Fishing. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, boy, where do we start? Uh, got some good weather conditions and uh, things are starting to look up. Rivers are dropping. I guess we'll start over in the middle of the state. How about the Atchafalaya Basin? What's happening? Uh, the good news is that three feet at the Morgan City gauge and the Mississippi continues to fall. So the water level is improving and the action should start picking up. But my reports from over there is the basin's been kind of slow. And, and sometimes that happens when you get these falls, they kind of reposition the fish. So takes a while for the anglers to kind of figure out the new patterns and what's going on. So I look for that to pick up next week because um, it's going down around three feet. And when it gets like that and you get a little improvement in the weather, the action gets really good over there. Well, how about up north? You know, Caney Lake, boy, what a great place that once was. It's still a good bass fishery, but not as popular as it once was for producing those big trophy bass. What are you hearing up that way? <clears throat> I've been catching a lot of big fish. Uh, Wachita River and Caney are two areas around Monroe you can fish. Uh, you know, first, the Wachita, they, they're catching some nice fish, 15 to 17-pound stringer to win in a lot of the events. They say the best tactics are drains and laydowns with crankbaits and uh, jigs and vibrating jigs. That's good, um, especially when the tide's falling. But Caney is really the big hot spot up there. Um, it's probably one of the best big bass spots in the lake. They have some evening tournaments over there, and they just weigh in three fish, and it takes 15 to 20 pounds to win those tournaments. You know, sometimes I take my shoes off when I do that kind of ciphering, but that puts them up there like a six-pound average on the fish. That's just incredible. You know, down here in the South Louisiana, I've never caught a six-pound fish, maybe a five-something, but it's rare that we even catch something over five. But up there, just the average night fish tournament is they're getting six pound fish 
No, but they catch them on deep grass bed, deep cover, you know, trash piles and things like that. Anything from a jigging spoon to a, but a big, heavy Texas rig worm is kind of really the main tactic up there. But that's some place if you want to go catch a fish of a lifetime because they are catching some over 10 there pretty regularly. But that's that'd be a good hot spot if you want to go catch a big bass. Yeah, i got to get up there. It's been a long time. Well, Jeff, some of the spots are closer to you that you locally fish, Mr. Go and the rivers on the North Shore. What's happening there? Uh, the, the, I guess the good news is uh, the Mr. Go rocks are holding some fish. They're kind of scattered of uh, flukes and jerk baits out in front of the grass. They're producing some bass, and I think that's some where the redfish are, too, because some of the guys are telling me they're catching a few redfish while they're fishing. And it's just the Mr. Go so deep, and it's holding some cooler water. They can go out deeper and come up and feed when they need to in the morning and afternoons. Uh, the other good news is the Pearl River's falling. It's going to be below 10 feet next week. That means, you know, go hit the drains. Crankbaits, spinnerbaits, jigs are all good baits for the Pearl. Um, other spots along the North Shore, they're slow, um, but they're improving. It's like everything else. We just get a little stable weather, keep the rain, heavy rains back. Uh, the fishing should improve all over the area. Good. And also good news, you mentioned Mississippi River's falling. It's getting lower down around New Orleans, and that means below New Orleans, Venice, uh, bass fishing especially should pick up. What can you tell us about getting ready for Venice? Well, next week we're going to get to the magic mark of five feet on the New Orleans gauge. and At, at that point, you want to start going downriver because those areas just start cleaning up and start falling enough where the water comes out of the canes. Uh, we're starting to get a few reports a couple weeks ago when the river went down, but when it popped back up, it slowed down. But overall, I think over the next couple of weeks, you can go down there and catch fish because um, they said by the end of the month, the prediction is it's going to be about three, three and a half feet. And when it gets like that, the, those bass have to come out into the main canals and get around those canes. So can't wait. It's going to be good. Very good. You know, Jeff, you know, one of the real popular standard ways to pull fish out of those canes is you pitch that tequila sunrise worm and just pull it out through the canes, or you can work a spinnerbait. But uh, some people like use punching. If somebody's new to that, tell them how to set up and what's the technique for punching for bass. Yeah, the, like you said, those Abu Garcia, Veritas, TLX rods are out, and they have a couple of good heavy punching rods that you can get. Uh, but first start with about a one-ounce weight. I usually start with one ounce. If I can get away, get it through the cover, I'll use that. If not, I'll go to one and a half if it's really, really thick stuff. But usually down there, if you're going through the canes and some of the high since all you need is about an ounce. Uh, but the Veritas rod, there's a seven, six-foot rod, seven-foot, six-inch rod, and comes in two powers, a medium, heavy, and a heavy, and only one action fast. And that's all you really need down there if, uh if you're using a medium heavy, you could use braid. If you're using a heavy, if you like to use full carbon and mono, that would be a good setup rod for that. And then finally just peg the weight, a strong flipping hook, and whatever your favorite plastic is, and just tight it to the bank as you can get through the heaviest stuff and work it through and try to catch your fish. And, you know, the hard thing is not getting the bites. The hard thing is getting them out of the cover, and that's where the rod comes in, those heavy long rods gets help you get the fish out. And it's, it's full contact fishing, and I love it. It's fun. Full contact fishing. Love it, Jeff, and uh, thank you for the the great tip, as always. We appreciate it. All right, Jeff, take care, my friend. We'll see you next time, and I'm glad these conditions are getting right. Yeah, good luck, everybody. Hopefully it stays like this, and we'll start catching fish again instead of watching it rain. 
<laughs> you got that right. All right, Jeff, thanks so much. All right, coming back after this, I'll get to some of your text messages. Boy, a lot of you use mustard. It's no big secret uh, to, to batter those fillets and, and help stick there, and also some very unique uh, applications. We'll talk about that. Also, if you got questions, comments, we'd love to get your text at 504-260-1870. When we come back, also run down some calendar items. we got that Ascension Areas Bass Tournament coming up next weekend and a frogging rodeo. Details next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, some calendar items uh, upcoming for you outdoors persons. The Chafalaya CCA Chapter Banquet is going to be this coming Thursday at the Morgan City Auditorium. Cocktails at 5.30, followed by dinner and auction. And if you still haven't got that star ticket, you can pick one up there. That's the Chafalaya CCA Tournament, Morgan City Auditorium. That's on Myrtle Street in Morgan City. Uh, we also have the Delta Marina's Bullfrog Bash coming up next Friday and Saturday. And I'll be giving awards for the heaviest frog, the top 10 frogs, the frog race, the most frogs by weight, and the longest jumping frog. Should be a lot of fun. $100 for team. You can put up to four people on your team, spend a night out frogging, and come in and weigh them in uh, on the third. You can frog on Friday the 13th. Weigh station opens at 8 a.m. next Saturday morning. So, uh Good frogging to you. Thing, something I'd really love to do. All right, we're talking with bass, about bass fishing with Jeff at Dwaron's Landing. Uh, it's going to be the site of the Ascension Area's Open Bass Tournament next Sunday, August the 15th. It's a $100 entry fee per team. You can get tickets at Dwaron's, or you might check with the Ascension Area Anglers, and they can set you up with it. Maybe just Google it, and you can download an application there. As Jeff mentioned, the Chafalaya has fallen, and by the next week uh, should be some pretty decent fishing there. All the rules and are printed there on the entry form. All right, right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify, we'll be back and check on the text message board. Uh, National Mustard Day. Do you use mustard on your fishing game? Some of our listeners do pretty creatively, I might add. We're back to check it out right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. It's a text from one of our Southwest area listeners. You use jalapeno mustard on sandwiches. I need to try it on fish. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Give it a shot and let us know how it works out for you. Uh, here's one uh, from our friend Ed Miller listening to us over in uh, Wilmer, Alabama. He uses mustard on barbecue ribs and potato salad and batter for frying fish. He's a, a well-qualified mustard user, and i got to agree with you there. All right, here's one that says, hey, Don, I use both yellow and Creole mustard as part of my seasoning marinade for fried shrimp. My German wife actually will cover a beef roast in yellow mustard and brown it before cooking on the stovetop. Both recipes are delicious. That's from our friend uh, in Mobile, David Hubble of Hubble's Hearth. He's also got another name now, Merliton Man of Mobile. And if you watch this week's Bayou Wild episode, you'll see why. All right, here's one. Uh, Don, when will they get some people on the Wildlife and Fishery Commission that will actually look out for the fishermen and hunters other than for the benefit of themselves in some cases? They set the fall shrimp season for Monday, 8 9 the shrimp are still smaller than what you would see for the white shrimp, and the commercial guys will suffer from a price drop within a week. They also set the same old disastrous seasons for ducks. That's from Mike in Myrtle Grove. Mike, I've long been a proponent that instead of the, the present uh, protocol where the governor appoints these commissioners 
and they're supposedly representing certain industries or interests and from certain areas. I think it should be elected in some fashion or form by the people. And, you know, that way we'll get some more representatives that are more representative of the general public. I've always thought that. Also, some of those positions that, that work in the department, I mean, those are paybacks for political favors and things, and it ends up with uh, less than the best people, and it's a sorrowful situation. I agree with you, Mike, in a lot of cases. All right, we have uh, Dixie George checking in. He's got a 10-point on the trail camera that he thinks is laughed at. <laughs> yeah, it's about time to get ready for hunting season. Oh, look, here's uh, Roland Cortez, one of the hunting guide, duck hunting guide and goose hunting guide. We're going to be going with him on a Cajun invasion to Stuttgart to get some of those speckle bellies. You might want to check that out on the Bayou Wild webpage, and it's called our Cajun invasion. He says he's been seeing some teal. The migration is on. Well, you know, we got that little unusual August cool front this week, which was really nice for a couple of mornings with the low humidities. It was actually in the 60s over here at St. Hubert's Cathedral, and I'm sure that did stimulate some, some teal migration. Doesn't take much to get those little guys moving, and they're welcome. And, uh, you know, we're talking about deer cameras and getting ready for watching ducks and blind. It's about time. You know, it's hot right now, and it may not be on your mind. Uh, yesterday, my hunting buddy Janice and I went out, and we did some sporting clay shooting, trying to get warmed up and, and get in shape for the upcoming bird seasons. All right, all that's still to come in. Fishing, too. Can life get any better? <laughs> Maybe not. All right, we come back after this. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story that is, uh, if you haven't seen Bayou Wild episode uh, our chase for the Kraken with wicked uh, fishing charters out of Mandeville. I did some research, and I found the only documented fatal shark attack that ever occurred in the state of Louisiana, and it happened over 100 years ago. That story of who, where, and when, right after this, on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. You know, we're just recently coming out of uh, Shark Week, where all the TV shows are showing sharks. Well, Bayou Wild was uh, also included. In fact, running this week is a, a feature that we did in Lake Pontchartrain uh, with bull sharks. And you're going to hear from Captain Andy Jones of Wicked Charters in Mandeville. We were aboard his boat and catching some other kraken-type fish. He'll tell you the story of the kraken a little bit later on. But I did some research, and we included this in the program. We, we always try to do that on Bayou Wild TV. We show you the action, but also the historical and the cultural aspects of it, and also some real great cooking, and uh, this week's got it all. But the shark attack that I found, the only fatal shark attack ever officially documented in Louisiana, took place 107 years ago, almost to the date. It was in September of 1914 was a 17-year-old named Peter Konspolis. He was of, of Turkish descent, and he was a professional swimmer. Facebook, there was no Internet, there was no television, uh, there were no shows uh, and things to watch. So people gathered, and they were entertained by performers. Well, this he was an outstanding swimmer. And he was about, I think they said, between 90 and 100 yards off of the south shore of Lake Pontchartrain while hundreds of people lined the bank and they were watching him perform. They also witnessed this shark attack. He was struck three times, the arm, the leg, and the third time the witnesses, eyewitnesses, said they actually saw this shark come out of the water with the man's torso in its mouth, his entire chest. So this was not a small shark. 
Uh, the species was never positively identified, but you got to believe it's a bull shark because, as you will learn if you watch our Bayou Wild episode, bull sharks are common residents, have been for a long, long time in Lake Pontchartrain. The females come in there to, to actually pup or spawn, as they call it. But I researched the death certificate, which is uh, on file in Louisiana State Archives, and on the death certificate it was signed that the uh, cause of death was a shark bite. Uh, there were men in rowboats, didn't have any outboards at that time. If they did, they were very small, and when they saw what was happening, they tried to rescue him. By the time they got to him, he was so badly lacerated that I'm sure he bled to death. But here's a picture of him that you can see on the Bayou Wild TV episode and a little bit of a, some of the newspaper accounts that ran. Uh, there's been other shark attacks in Louisiana. I remember a friend of mine, Carl Lowe, a diver. I believe it was a tiger shark that got him and bit him on the leg. Uh, he certainly survived that, and a lot of people. There was a youngster that was attacked uh, by a, a bull shark on the south shore of Lake Pontchartrain that was swimming just uh, recently, a couple years ago, and uh, it was a pretty good bite, but he survived. And I'm sure there's been others, you know, with the amount of people who wade fish, uh, people that get nipped by different shark species, but uh, that one is the only one that resulted in a fatality that we know about, and there probably are others. All right, if you got a text message, we'd love to hear from you. Send it to us at 504-260-1870. We take questions. We take comments. And also this morning on National Mustard Day, do you cook fish and game with mustard? If you do, what kind of mustard you use and how do you do it? I, I don't do it every time I fry fish, but I like to put a little bit on the fish fillets because it makes them sticky and helps the batter adhere to it. Either that or you use an egg wash. All right, don't forget, uh, we got Andy Jones coming up. We're going to tell you about that Bayou Wild TV episode. And also, we got a brand-new season that kicked off with this week's feature. And I'm going to run down for you some of the uh, excellence in craft and tele awards that I show. A little bit of interior bragging here. Of course, this is mostly the work of our producer photographer, uh, Chris Lecoq. But, uh, you know, ever since we started, which is almost four years ago, uh, the program's earned some awards. In 2018, Excellence in Craft by Louisiana Outdoor Writers. That was for Episode 5, Wild About Hogs. 2019, we won both an Excellence in Craft LOWA and a Telly Award, a Silver Telly for Louisiana's Brown Pelican, LOWA for the Salmon Run. In 2020, three awards, two Tellies, a Silver Winner for The Old Man in the Marsh, the story of Dutch Prager and Mike Gallo. Uh, we had a 2020 award, a bronze winner, 10 years of Ride the Bull. And we also had a 2020 Communicator Award, Mark of Excellence, for our adventures on the Kenai in Alaska. This year, silver winner, Ghost of the Bayou. Uh, another silver telly for Escape to Hackberry. A 2021 Communicator Award for Mark of Excellence on camera-worthy craftsmanship. And last stop for fishing, a cocodry fishing uh, episode, that also won a communicator award for Mark of Excellence. And we were scheduled this week to accept more LOWA awards, but unfortunately uh, the conference in Thibodeau was canceled, but uh, the awards will be passed along. We're going to talk to award-winning photographer Chris Lecoq a little bit later on and tell you some of the other features besides the hunt for the Kraken with Wicked Fishing Charters that you'll be seeing this month of August. But right now, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back on the other side, Darrell Carpenter is going to be with us of RealScreamers.com. He's got a Grand Isle area fishing report coming your way right after this. 
Looking on the radar, I see we got some storms, a few of those uh, ones popping out out in the Gulf, uh, pretty much due south of uh, Port Sulphur and also Grand Isle area. In fact, there's one looks like it moved on the island right now. Let's check with Darrell Carpenter because he's down there right now. Darrell, you in a little storm uh, popping around the island there this morning? Well, we're trying to make our way west for our Tushon, but I think we're fixing to have to stop and put everything in the dry boxes because I think we're fixing to get a bath. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's not a big storm, but it's uh, the center of it's pretty intense. It's raining pretty hard in it. I'm not sure about lightning. Uh, you seen any lightning strikes out there? No, Don, there hasn't been any lightning in it yet, thank God. That's the only reason we're continuing on. But, I mean, it's, it's going to be one of those things where you get the little pop-ups. As long as they don't have the hard, hard wind in them, we should be okay. Um, like I said, we're watching for the light show, but we had not seen any yet, so – you know, we're just trying to get over here where the fish have been all week. So we're you know, trying to get it done this morning, so to speak. Yeah, what's been the pattern? Uh, how are you picking up those trout? What you using and how are you fishing them? Well, Don, ever since, I guess, what, week and a half, two weeks ago, we had that full moon, and, and it kind of it was really tough, which it seems to always be that way on a full moon. But since then, it's really picked up. But for me, you know, the, the pattern for me has been all plastic. I mean, I, I bet you in my last eight or ten trips, I might have used 20 live baits. These fish, I can't explain it. These fish are acting goofy. They're acting stupid. If you put live bait out there, you got more of a chance of catching trash, whether it be gaff top catfish or something like that. Whereas, you know, learn how to read, learning how to read your electronics and just move around and spot these fish chasing that bait. We have found the ticket to it is putting plastic on the bottom and just working it real slow. And uh, we've had great success with it. Uh, you know, our, our, our catches the last few days have been in a 60 and 70 fish range. Uh, you know, it's just it's just been really well. The, uh, the bull reds are starting to run the beach real hard. There's bull reds in the passes. There's bull reds on the beach. Um, in fact, the other night I got down there at 5 o'clock in the morning and turned my lights on on my pier. And my little canal was full of full of schools of redfish. They were packed up. They were packed up in packs of about 15 or 20, just cruising back and forth up and down the canal. So things are starting to pick up. You can tell we're getting into that late summer, working toward that fall where these redfish are going to be joining these trout out here on this beach. And, uh, you know, just I'm not advocating not leaving with live bait. Trust me, I've got a bunch of croakers and stuff in the live well this morning. But... What's tied onto the rods is uh, nothing but plastic right now. Well, that sounds good. Uh, Darrell, are you finding some white trout? This is normally the time where they mix in with those specks. So, you know, maybe you can do the whole, uh, you know, trio, the redfish, the specks, and the white trout. We're starting to see some, Don. They've been mostly real small, but there have been some white trout mixed in with them. Now, we haven't been doing, and it's something that's been a little bit of a trend, the, the last three or four years, we haven't been fishing a whole lot of shrimp on the bottom because we've been on the plastic. But the uh, the whiting, the channel mullet, uh, and, and you're talking about a fine-eating fish, but they have been exceptionally large. I mean, we've caught some up to about two-pound range on, on the whitings. So if you are fishing live bait, there's a whole lot of, a, you know, there's a whole lot of options for you out there. Yeah, definitely. Those uh, channel mullets, whiting, uh, southern kingfish, whatever you want to call it, don't throw those back. But I tell you what, that's got my vote for the hardest fish to hold. You ever try to grab one of those things? <laughs> They're difficult to hold. They are with slippery. that air bladder. 
And with that air bladder they got in them, they're not the easiest thing to clean. <laughs> no, they're not, but they are certainly a, a delicacy. Well, Darrell, hope you all uh, stay dry. Uh, it looks like those storms are probably going to rain themselves out for a while and maybe off and on all day. And sometimes they can be a blessing if you get them in the middle of the day when it's real hot out there. Somebody wants to get a hold of you, tell them how to get you. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes we point to our eighth autumn on purpose. Uh, they can find me on your website at dontheoutdoorsguy.com. Uh, they can find me on my website, realscreamers.com. It's got all the information you need. Or just pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. All right, my friend. Good luck to you, and we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you, Don. Y'all have a good day. Yes, sir, we will. All right, there's Daryl Carpenter of RealScreamers.com. Want to get a fishing guide? Go pick up some trout, reds, maybe some white trout, channel mullet. Uh, He's got a contact. He can do it all. All right, when we come back after the top of the hour break, we're going to hear from some more captains, Captain Mike Gallo, Captain Ryan Lambert, uh, Captain Andy Jones of Wicked Fishing Charters. He's got a unique operation. Uh, He's not your... Ordinary speckled trout redfish fisherman, uh, he certainly does his share of that, but he offers a, a, a different kind of trip. And we called it Hunt for the Kraken. <laughs> He'll tell you that story. Brendan Bayard's going to be with us, too. We've got that special report for those of you who like to paddle for your fish. And a lot of kayak events coming up. In fact, uh, today there's going to be a demo day. If you want to go out and get a free ride in one and decide which model is right for you, we'll tell you where, when, and how to do that. All that's coming up. It's the next hour of our Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's say good morning to Captain Andy Jones of Wicked Fishing Charters. Andy, that was just for you. We got him to release the Kraken this morning for your trip going out to Lake Pontchartrain. I hope you got one. Uh, we sure do. We got one this afternoon, and we'll be out there doing it, Don. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was awesome. What a great time. <laughs> yeah, if you would, uh, tell a little story quickly of the, the Kraken. Well, it all started years ago when we were, uh, when I was fishing with the boys and I had my oldest with me and, you know, we love to do all kinds of big fish. We like to chase, chase the big ones. Of course, we love every type of fishing, like most every Louisianan, but, uh, we were on a, we were on a good trip and we hooked into something out there and I have never seen a wake come off of this fish like this before. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And it ran us. Um, we, we, we pulled up anchor and we went after that fish. We followed that thing around and it drug us all over the lake. And uh, as it started getting close enough, we thought we were going to see it. And it it parted the hook. It broke the hook. Uh, we thought it broke the line, but when we got it up, it hit part of the hook. And uh, my son turned towards me and he goes, Dad, what was that? <laughs> that was the Lake Pontchartrain cracking, and it stuck. <laughs> it's been that way ever <laughs> since. And uh, we've been chasing that fish. We've been chasing that fish for over 10 years. So, uh, good time. Well, Andy, Wicked Fishing Charters of Mandeville is pretty unique. Uh, you've kind of tapped into a very a niche market. I mean, you do the speckled trout and red fishing off-season, but also you offer this trip sure. for people who not necessarily want to come home with a box of fish to eat. Although, uh, if you've seen on our show, Chef John Foltz, uh, I got to taste it firsthand. <laughs> that uh, camp-style garfish cubion was uh, something uh, that would be served in his restaurant. It was that good of a quality. But tell us typically how a trip goes. And I guess the trip we had, we did the, the, the Wicked Charters Slam, so tell people how uh, a fishing trip with you would typically go. Well, first of all, yeah, I saw what Chef John cooked up, and I wanted to come through the TV and get some of that with you. That looked amazing. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, well, how it starts out, and you're, you're right, so it's a, it's a unique fishery in the fact that, you know, people are seeking something that you don't see every day or they don't get to see every day. We get a lot of folks from from other states, <clears throat> and they want to catch a, an alligator gar or shark. And, you know, another, the other novelty is catching bull shark in Lake Pontchartrain. People really like that in the fact that, you know, we're brackish water and we've got these sharks. Uh, they really enjoy that. And, of course, the bull reds, nothing pulls like a, a nice big bull. So it's a great combination that's our slam. If we can pull all three of those in a trip, um, and it has become our number one trip from from April to October. It's my most booked trip now. Yeah, it's a fun trip, and uh, it's a great day. And uh, wow, you know, you, the garfish. I'll tell you what, people are not going to be throwing those back quite as often. I mean, you get a lot of meat on a garfish. That one that we caught was the one that. We brought in and brought into Chef John's White Oak uh, Garden in the States and prepared it, and it was excellent. And there's a lot of ways you can prepare them. Uh, for people that want to get a hold of you and, and, and try this out, I mean, you leave right there from the Mandeville Harbor. It's a nice little area, plenty of parking, and it's usually a short-distance run for you to get to those fish, which primarily you fish them on the North Shore, but you'll go wherever necessary on the lake. Uh, give them the website and the telephone number if somebody wants to get in on this chasing the Kraken feature. <laughs> Sure. So it's uh, MandevilleFishingCharters.com is the website, and our phone number is 985-750-0670. And we do, we fish out of Slidell. Um, 
as well. So we do, it just depends on, uh, on the pressure and what we're seeing for the fish, the water quality, you know, all the things that kind of drive every, all, all the, all the other fisheries as well. Well, I've been seeing your recent pictures posted, and it looks like y'all having a great season this year uh, on all of them, really, the garfish, the bull sharks, as well as the reds, too. And it should only get better, especially on those bull reds. And you got Jack Cravel moving in on those mullet, too. That's going to be another chase for those guys. Right, right. So we, what we do for our uh, – we've started it. This year we've opened up three categories for our customers. So we do uh, a swag pack. We give away some of our gear and stuff for the largest gar, uh, largest red, and largest shark caught for the season. It end, That ends in October. Uh, we are at 41 inches on the bull reds right now. Uh, we are 50, 55 to the tip on the bull shark and 71 inches on the alligator gar. So uh, Ooh, it's a, a lot big of fun. That's a big. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's a good time. And, of course, we've had hundreds of break-offs. This has been a really good season for us. Um, the fish have really been in strong, and, and it's, it's just been a, you know, we couldn't be more blessed for sure. Well, you got a great uh, operation there, and you offer a wonderful, very unique trip for people, and glad to have you with us. Andy, thanks so much for our trip, and, and want to invite people to look at In fact, it's coming up in uh, 6.30 on our WBRZ uh, Bayou Wild TV affiliate, or they can catch it on YouTube or go to our website, and all the channel listings are listed there. Thanks again, Andy, and good luck on your trip today. Uh, thank you so much, Don, and uh, say hi to the crew for us. Um, Martha's a smash for sure. Everybody loves seeing her. Get a lot of a lot of guys asking about her, and uh, and uh, so it was re- really enjoyed it. It was it was super fun, and and thank you so much. We appreciate it, Andy. Thank you. All right, when we come back after this, we're going to stick around the Lake Pontchartrain area, maybe go a little bit further uh, to the east. Captain Mike Gallo's got a report for us. And by the way, uh, yeah, Martha's very popular. She fishes an awful lot. That's why she's not on this radio show very often. Her Saturdays are consumed. She's an offshore fishing captain with Southern Catch. But if you want to meet Martha, we're going to be out uh, for our first taping session at Southside Cafe in Slidell, this coming Monday from 4 to 6 p.m., which is happy hour, by the way. Come on out, enjoy a great meal. And we're going to be giving away a $50 gift certificate every 30 minutes we're there from Sportsman's Warehouse. So come on out. That's Monday, Southside Cafe in Slidell on Highway 11. Check it out. they got some great food there, too. Back with Captain Mike Gallows, Born on the Bayou Report, after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And our Born in the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo is sponsored by CETO, where $179 a year. It's a membership that will get you unlimited fuel drops, rescue tow-ins, jump start you for electrical problems, better than spending a night in the marsh for sure. It's like AAA on the water. Peace of mind for you and your loved ones just to call away, and it makes a great gift, too. Call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or very easily click CETO.com. Captain Mike joins us. Mike, if you would, pick it up from uh, Captain Andy Jones catching all those bull reds and garfish and sharks in the lake. What are you finding this week? Well, Don, it's been a very good week with the cold front coming through and lowering, lowering our temperatures and our humidity. I made a couple of trips out to the eastern edges of the 
Biloxi Marsh. We fished some birds with popping corks and plastics. We caught a bunch of trout, although we could only keep a few. Our ratio was probably one out of every ten we could keep. Um, after we got tired of that, we moved further east to some of the exterior islands, and we did catch more quality trout where our ratio was more like catch 10 and keep 8. So it was much better doing that. Unfortunately, some rain chased us away, and uh, we ended up going to plan R and catching redfish in the marsh. The rest of the week, yeah. I've been concentrating on redfish. Yeah, talk about those reds, because for some reason uh, it was a little bit sluggish and slow, but I'm starting to get reports picking up that for some reason those reds are turned on now and moved into areas where the fishermen are. Yeah, I think, Don, um, something I can share with you, you know, most fishermen know about matching the hatch. If you're seeing mullets that are three inches long, you don't want to fish a bait that's five inches long. You want to match the hatch. And one of the things that I do is match the vibration that my lure is putting off with the amount of tide. So if we have a big tide, I use a lure with a heavy vibration, like a chatterbait. And if we have a small tide, I use a lure that puts off smaller vibrations, such as a spoon. So all this week, we've been using spinners, and that's what's really been working for us. I'm using a number four or a four and a half Colorado blade with a quarter-ounce jig head or maybe a eighth-ounce jig head. And color hadn't really seemed to matter. We caught them with black. We caught them with um, chartreuse and white. So I really don't think color made the difference. But matching the hatch with the vibration was a big key for us this week. And we've caught quite a few redfish. That might be my favorite bait to throw at uh, redfish is a spinner blade. Um, how do you fish it? Do you do a steady, slow retrieve? Do you do a stop and pause and let it drop and sink? Or what, what is the technique when you fish in a spinner bait? I like to fish it like a bass fisherman would fish a crankbait. So I keep my fishing rod at the 2 o'clock position, and I make three cranks of the handle at normal speed and then one crank at slow and then back to three cranks normal speed and one crank slow. And that way the line is constantly tight, and I constantly have the rod in hook-setting position when I get a strike. Great technique. Mike, if, uh, if you had to pick uh, a durable spinnerbait that you use for salt water, unfortunately a lot of those ones for bass, redfish just crush them and destroy them. What is the one spinnerbait that you like for durability when you're throwing it at redfish? Oh, H&H has a redfish spinner made out of a fairly heavy-gauge stainless wire, and it works very well for me. I use the H&H redfish spinner. Very good. And your favorite colors, you said? Oh, LSU color, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's a good one. That's certainly a good one. Well, Mike, anything else before you go? Uh, Robbie touched on uh, some nice action at some of the gas wells out in Lake Bourne for, for some speckled trout. I don't know, you might want to give that a shot, or if you talked to any of the other guys that work for you, have they been over that way? I haven't heard of any trout being caught in the lake and, you know, for years and years and years, it's been redfish this time of year. So I tell customers that are looking for trout, this is not the time of the year. So most of my clientele are looking for redfish during this time of year. Uh, we had great conditions, and I had some people that didn't care what we caught earlier in the week. And we could always fall back on plan R, you know, going into marsh for redfish. 
So we kind of did some scouting for those trout. And it worked out for us, but that's, that's a pretty long run for me. Um, just have to have great conditions. So they're there. There's plenty of birds in Nine Mile Bay and in uh, False Mouth Bay. If you weed through them, you could end up with a decent amount. But we were kind of scouting. That's why we moved further east and found better quality trout. Mike, if somebody wants to stay at the luxurious Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge and then take a trip across Lake Bourne and fish for those redfish with spinnerbaits in the, in the marsh ponds, uh, alongside of you and learn a lot about fishing, uh, tell them how to get a hold of you. We got you on my website with a nice picture there, but you got your own site. Give us that address and also the phone number. Well, Don, you can find me on my website, which is aaofla.com. We're on social media under Angling Adventures, and the reliable telephone is 985-781-7811. All righty, go get them, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Don. Hopefully I can get over to Southside on Monday and uh, pay you. Yeah, come on over after your trip. Absolutely. Love to see you and Jacqueline over there. Yeah, my Texas group will be in town, so I don't know if we'll be cooking something at the lodge or maybe I can tell them Don Dubuque's at Southside and they might want to come meet you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yep. All right. We'll see you then, Mike. Thank you for the report as always. We appreciate it. All right. Y'all have a good day. All righty, coming back after this, uh, Mike uses a bay boat uh, powered uh, to get out there to his fish. But if you like to paddle for your fish, and so many of you do, it's why we have the Paddlers Report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Brendan Bayard's next to talk about that uh, Try Before You Buy Demo Day. It's today. Back with it right after this. This report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is a presentation of Massey's. And besides uh, selling all the best kayak fishing models and accessories, you can find them at MasseyOutfitters.com. And they also do those demo days. And there's one coming up today from 10 to 2, Dutch's House on 1700 Moss Street, which is basically Bayou St. John. And Brendan Bayard joins us now to talk more about that. Hey, Brendan, good morning. Tell us about the demo day. What do you like about those? I mean, now, you know, it used to be just a couple of models of kayaks, but there's so much to choose from now. What a great way to, to look over the whole line and find out what you really need. Yeah, you can you can try all the different kinds of kayaks and stand-up paddle boards and all the kind of, uh, you know, different size boats that, uh, you know, you might think, hey, that that would be a great size boat for me. But when you get it out on the water, you're like, oh, I think I could handle something bigger. It's, um, you know, until you get in the water and you move around, uh, it, you really can't, like, read about it enough to, to figure out how. Uh, it's going to suit your body and, and how you like to paddle. Uh, if you get a longer, skinnier one, you're able to go a lot further, a lot faster. You can do kind of speed tests between the different boats. Let's say if you like to go fish a place like Big Lake and you're making really big paddles every day, you might want to pick a, you know, a Hobie Revolution or something that can get you five miles out to that reef in West Cove uh, you know, within the hour versus a shorter, slower boat that's easier to load on top of your kayak like a, a Hobie Sport. Uh, so all those boats will be out there. You can you can try all the different models. I think they'll probably have a Lynx out there, the the hybrid stand-up paddleboard with the pedal drive. Uh, lots of good stuff to choose from. The Hobie 360, which is my favorite. Uh, you can just pivot around a dock if you're fishing tight quarters. You can literally just... Uh, go along the bank and then just move with a with a, a slight movement of your hand you can 
you can go sideways right into the bank and make that perfect cast right down uh, the marsh line in the sweet spot and really keep your, your bait in the strike zone, um, you know, much more as you're able to control the boat and the nuance between where it paddles. Great opportunity. Demo day, 10 to 2 on Bayou St. John by the Duchess House, which is Moss Street in New Orleans. And they have other demo days, and sometimes in Baton Rouge, and we always keep you up to date on when and where they are. Brendan, also this month, the uh, biggest kayak fishing tournament, I believe, in the world, called Bull, uh, Ride the Bull. Tell us more about that and how to sign up. Yeah, Ride the Bull is going to be at the end of the month. Uh, you can sign up on the CCA website. Uh, that's going to be right there in bridge, uh, right there launching out of Bridgeside, uh, occupying the entire Kamenata, um Pass kind of area. That's a really fun day. Um, there's there's usually uh, a lot of people for that one, so you want to you want to get there early, get uh, get a team together. There's a nice team format. Uh, if you can get up to I think five guys and catch. Uh, reds together and, and win as a team or you can win as an individual lots of great prizes talk about uh being able to uh to win some nice prizes over there um and then uh i think they usually have a band and uh, uh food and it's a it's a pretty nice blown out uh party if you will with a kayak tournament absolutely i see those spots are, are, are going pretty quickly for the october 16th fnt tell us more details about how to sign up before they're all gone yeah fallen tide is a, a hobie world qualifier this year that's going to be uh on october 16th i think i misspoke last week and said 23rd i had another event i'm doing on the 23rd and my mind was a little uh you know messed up so uh, it, it's October 16th. It's uh, You register on Tourney X app, uh, which is the way that they judge the fish. You take pictures of your fish on a, uh, a ruler, and you submit them that way. We're still going to have all the food. We're still going to have all the prizes. Everything's regular. It's just you're going to um, upload your fish to be judged that way. Um, and then if you win, you get to you get to go to the next Hobie Worlds, which is going to be a, a great opportunity to meet some anglers from uh, international waters, go to some kind of exotic location, and fish for five days against uh, other people from around the world and uh, make some lifelong friends. Um, there's going to be lots of prizes, uh, three days of food, so uh, great price for what you get on that Fall and Tide tournament. All right, very good. If you would, give us a quick coastal report on what's happening down along the coast. Yeah, the bulls are uh, really thick in the passes right now. Last week I caught some nice bulls. Uh, I did some deep jigging. And also when the tides slacked off a bit, I uh, I went underneath the bridge and I was rolling a big spinnerbait while all those little crabs were floating along the surface, and I got smashed by a nice big bull. And uh, he, he uh, eventually got me in the piling, but uh, it was uh, quite a fun, fun little battle I had right there. Uh, I, I caught a several others when I was out away from the bridge, but that one just uh, seemed to rub me on that piling. But uh, it was pretty fun catching them on uh, my bass uh, rod. I had uh, 80-pound braid. I was I was trying to muscle him out of that piling, but uh, he got the better of me. Probably a, you know, 40 to 45-inch fish in tight quarters pulling your kayak around it's pretty fun it, it's a little preview for the ride the bull for everybody that's going down there uh, <laughs> yeah definitely indeed. a fun sleigh ride uh, this is usually this is a good time for catching crabs are they on right now 
Yo, man, uh, I saw so many people catching crabs. Uh, if you have a family, you want to go down to the coast, uh, you know, they're, they're around in the surf, they're around in the marsh. Uh, great time of year to get out there and throw some chicken necks on some strings, put some crab uh, traps out, and just bring home a, a, a nice couple of ice chests full of crabs and uh, have a little boil for you and the neighbors maybe. It's, uh, it doesn't get easier than right now, so if you want to go out there and have a nice uh, activity, kids can catch crabs, dad can throw the rod and catch some trout, uh, now's the time to go. Well, good luck on your sweet water fishing in Mississippi today. Yep, yep, loading up the kayak, bringing the family out there. We got uh, the back of the truck looks like the Beverly Hillbillies. They got kayaks hanging out all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a and luckily granny sitting up there hour. in the rocker, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I only have to drive an hour and a half as opposed to uh, two and a half hours to the coast. So uh, that's the saving grace of this. And uh, we're about to go throw some uh, scum frogs and catch some bass, so it'll be fun. Sounds like fun. Stay cool. And we'll see you next time, Brendan. Thanks so much for the report. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Tom. Bye. All right. We come back after this. It's uh, bad boys of the outdoors time. Got a guy sent to prison. That was his sentence and $9,500 in fines. We'll tell you his crime and his time right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Now, knowing that we have uh, quite a few outdoor-related industry representatives with small businesses, I wanted to pass something along to the official tackle store owners, the hunting fishing guides, marina operators, bait dealers, boat dealers. If you deal with the outdoors industry and you have a small business, and in the eastern St. Tammany area, the East St. Tammany Business Alliance is having a business summit on September the 1st, all day from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., at the wonderful Harbor Center in Slidell. They've got a great lineup of guest speakers. It's $75 for members and $100 for non-members. Great investment for a business person to learn business leadership and also some tips to increase your business and how to do business in that area. So if you want to register, uh, uh, early registration ends on August the 10th. That's coming up soon. So I would suggest that you check it out. It's the ESTBA. You can check them out online. That's at the ESTBusinessAlliance.com. And get signed up and uh, have a good time there and learn a lot to improve your business. All right, right after we pause, just quick 10 seconds, we're back with this week's Bad Boy of the Outdoors, right after our local stations identify along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Dateline St. Paul, Minnesota. According to court documents, Brett Stimmick willfully, knowingly, and without authorization or permission entered the Red Lake Indian Reservation to hunt bear. Using a compound bow, he staked out a spot near the reservation's garbage dump where he shot and killed a large American black bear. Now, because the 700-pound bear was too big to move, the next day he returned and sawed off the bear's head for a trophy and brought it to a taxidermist, leaving the rest of the body to rot at the dump. He might have gotten away with his dirty deed, except Stimmick, like many of our bad boys, made a common but fatal mistake when he posed for photographs with the bear carcass and later shared them on social media. There's one thing I've learned about bad boys. I've learned that over the last 32 years, it's bad boys got to brag. Now sentenced to 15 months in prison, followed by a year of supervised release and a fine of $9,500 
for removing the head of a black bear trespassing on the Red Lake Indian Reservation in a garbage dump is hunting outlaw 41-year-old Brett James Stimmick of Brainerd, Minnesota, our bad boy of the outdoors. How revolting is that? I mean, that you know could have been a difficult, rewarding experience, but to take it to such a low level, that's pretty stiff punishment. Do you think it fits the crime? Using the three-bear scale of too little, too much, or just right, what do you think? Text it to me, 504-260-1870. Also, got a, we got a no on the mustard. Somebody doesn't like the test. Taste says it ruins it. Well, to each his own. Some people love it, some don't. Also, is someone looking to donate fishing gear for kids? Yes, I have the place to do that. I'll get in touch with you to send that information. If you've got used but usable fishing gear and you want to donate it for kids, let me know. I've got the perfect place to do it. All right, coming back after this, it's Ryan Lambert down in Plaquemines Parish. He joins us next with a fishing report on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Ryan Lambert, uh, Captain Ryan Lambert, that is our plastic man. He's down in Plaquemines Parish at Cajun Fishing Adventures. Ryan, we got a nice little Mother Nature tease this week of a little north front. Some people might have even noticed it, but I did. Were you out in it fishing when that little dry humidity and maybe just a little low temperature and north wind came through? <laughs> that was the only only day that I went home. And when I opened my eyes that morning, I, I told Carmen, I said, the wind's blowing out the north. She said, you open your eyes, you could tell the wind's blowing out the north? I said, yeah, I could hear the train. <laughs> in order to hear the train, the wind's got to be blowing out the north. She said, you're a sick person. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you, you think too much oh, about outside. <laughs> and sure enough, well, it was Hopefully nice it got I some of those there. teal. I hope it's it stimulated some teal. teal to move, you know? Yeah, they showing up a little bit. Just starting to come. You know, you first get those little bulls. Coming through, them little males will come through first, and they'll they starting to make their little make their little journey. And uh, all the little Mexican squealers left on the full moon, and you know things are changing. You know it's just that time of year; the river's falling like a rock, too, boy. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna yes, be it three yes, something by the end of the month, and we haven't seen three something in nine years. So it's uh, I'm, I think we're gonna have a wonderful fall if we don't. Get one of them them blows in here. I think uh, it's going to be great. And you know, it's been kind of quiet. Well, we're going to have, to... <clears throat> have to remember how to act with a low river. What are some suggestions for fishing low river conditions down in Plaquemines? Well, first of all, you got to know where you're going <laughs> because the sandbars will start popping up a little more when the river drops three more feet. And uh, but everything comes toward the river. You know, the bait comes toward the river. The fish will get in the river. I mean, it gets nice. I mean, it's, you know, the big trout out on the rigs right now. You know, it's so hot. They like a little deeper water. But uh, it's going to – I like throwing a crankbait up against the rocks. You go down to the spillways, that's going to start showing up. Then the trout in October will start showing up in the spillways down there. Then if it's still under three foot November 1st, then they'll pour in around Buras and all, you know, the whole river. You just, you just have to find your – your slack water areas that's deep off a ledge and then you barely catch trout and we haven't done that in a while and i really enjoyed doing that so a little deeper fishing little jigging spoon stuff it's it's fun i can't wait i hope this is the year because it's gonna be three five by the end of the month three two something like that 
uh, the river will start turning green, and you'll be able to throw crankbaits and just sight fish fish along the rocks with a crankbait. That is fun. Man, I can't wait. <laughs> In fact, I might even start yeah, looking right now. <laughs> well, you know, about the only thing that could jump that river up then is if we get some kind of a storm surge, you know, from some of the storms and it pushes in from the Gulf. But don't see any way it could jump up real quick that that early in the in the fall. You know, should, so it should be a great fall season down there. Really should. If somebody wants to get a hold of you and get in on some of that stuff, tell them how to do it. Yeah, they they just go to CajunFishingAdventures.com or call me direct on my cell phone. That's at five zero four. Five five nine five one one one, and uh, like I said, that's gonna be one heck of a fall. So it ought to be great. How's the teal bookings coming? That's a good opportunity for a little cast and blast action because teal, you know, ends pretty early in the morning. It's about booked up. I, my my whole year is about booked up. I mean, I'm putting people in with a shoehorn right now, so it's uh it's it's good. You know, this this, this COVID stuff doesn't mess us up again. You know, I. And I I don't think it's going to hurt us so much because the people that come here, are, you know, they started coming at the end of last year when it was still there. And, you know, we keep it clean and hopefully everybody will go home safe and we'll be fine. Well, there's no safer activity than being out in the good fresh air. Oh, yeah. This year proved it. I mean, everybody in the world has got a new boat and a, a new fishing pole and, <laughs> and everybody's doing something outside. I mean, you can't buy a boat or a truck or anything this year. Yeah, so try finding uh, shotgun shells. Better you keep those. Oh, Get a good I have, load of those, you know. Yeah, I bought seven cases of twelve gauge just for my customers in case they they can't find them. But twenty gauge is scarce as ends teeth. I can get some seven eight sound shot, but, right, but I might right. have to. You know, I might have to just you buy some more some seven. Twelves, but boy, the twenties are real yeah. scarce. Real hard to find twenties. Yeah, well, thank God I got. That's like, all right. A, I got a twelve gauge. Oh yeah. Oh, I got If necessary, I'll shoot a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I got a case of four ten shells if I got to. It don't matter. I'm gonna be out there doing it. Well, let's hope we don't get reduced to bow and arrow because that'll really be tough. Yeah. Well, the key is is shoot them where they toot, not where they poop, because you got to hit them, and that way you ah. save shells. I wrote that so down. I'm, Shoot them where they toot, not where they poot. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll start with Noliasi this next week. I'm going to Noliasi and shoot white wings and get my eye right. And by the time the teal come, well, I'll be ready. All right. Burn them up and uh, send us some good reports. All right, Captain Ryan. See you next week, buddy. Take care. All right. See you. There we there he goes, our plastic man. Coming back after this, we're going to be joined by Chris Lecoq, the uh, film producer, editor, shooter for Bayou Wild TV to tell you about an exciting Season 7. We already told you about the Wicked and Wild Slam. That's airing right now. You can watch it. But for the rest of the month, we've got some new programming coming up, and he'll tell you all about it right after this on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio. All right, checking our text board. Uh, someone says, if you're fishing, riding a bull, and you hook up with a bull, and it goes towards the other kayaks or lines in the water, can they be stopped? Probably not on a dime. Best thing to do if you're in that other kayak and you see somebody hooked up, get your line up and out of the way. But there are some chase boats out there that kind of help people and uh, assist in things like that. Another text says, not near enough punishment on the bad boy for sawing the bear's head off. And another one, do people use bamboo poles, or what's a great situation to use them? Bamboo poles are effective, one of the earliest means of fishing equipment, uh, but basically simplicity 
is what they've got going for them. You're pretty limited otherwise. But I did do a red fishing trip with bamboo cane poles, and I can tell you what, they'll handle a pretty good size red. All right, Chris Lecoq joins us. Chris is the editor and field producer of Bayou Wild Television. And, Chris, we were talking with Andy Jones earlier in the show about the Wicked and Wild Slam, the show that's leading off Season 7 of all our episodes. But tell us what's coming up for the rest of August on Season 7. Uh, well, you can, uh, by the way, happy Bayou Wild Season 7, everybody. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> like Don said, you can um, go watch now the Kraken show that's going on. But then we got a few other pretty unique things coming up, um, starting with our show next week. If you've ever heard of soft-shell crawfish or have never heard of soft-shell crawfish, you might want to tune in to uh, the show that will be next week. We got invited by Chef John Reason who's a uh, private chef that works with the Louisiana Seafood Promotion Marketing Board, but he invited us to a facility called LTE Incorporated in Ethel, Louisiana. And we met the owner there, Todd, who has been growing, I guess you can say, soft-shell crawfish for 40 years. And most people that I've ever talked to since we've been there has no idea about them. So we, uh, we, we go and... Share share his story, how he got started, what what is soft shell crawfish, how does he harvest them and shed them and send them to a market, and then of course we cook some. Chef John cooks some and demonstrates how easy they are to cook. And Don and Martha do a taste test, like you would think they would. I'll let Don tell you if they were good or not. <clears throat> and then the, uh, I'm st- the jury's still out. I need to. I need to eat a few dozen more. But the, the the following week after that is going to be a show that's very near and dear to the hearts of the listeners of this radio program. Tell them about that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, everybody that listens to this show is familiar with Captain Tofield Bourgeois and his impact on Louisiana and also very familiar with his tragic accident that took his life in a seaplane two years ago. And so it'll be right around the anniversary of his death, and we will run a, a special tribute episode to our friend, Captain Tofield Bourgeois, and we're going to meet up with a couple of, a few other people that knew him very well and just kind of trade stories and talk about the guy that he was and the guy that we knew. And we're going to pull up a bunch of old video that we've found, some that Don has from years ago and video that I've been shooting for years that we've had with him. So... That'll be a fun episode. And then rounding off the uh, August run, we got a, a episode called Fishing Therapy on Lake Ponson Train where we will take a, uh, a friend of the show who is a 20-year retired first responder military police, but he is specializing in service dogs, and he's a rookie fisherman. We're going to take him on a trip to uh, Lake Ponson Train. It's a great lineup, and uh, there'll be more award-winning shows, I'm sure, and invite everybody to tune in. Go to BayouWildTV.com, find the local listings near you. Thank you, Chris. Great job, and I'll see you out at Southside Cafe on Monday. And we'll see you all back here again next week with another edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.